Yeah, good that you're listening to episode 37 of the Weekly SS Creed Valhalla podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Joraptor, as always joined by the other Jordan from It's Jordan Does. How are you, man? How I'm doing good, fellow life? Jordan. What I just was realizing, Jor, mm-hmm. is that if the Valhalla team would have settled with the character name instead of being Eivor, but Jora, mm-hmm. we could have really leaned into the whole Jor Jordan branding yeah. a lot more. They took it away from us. Yeah. I will never forget that. They handicapped our marketing ability. Yeah. <laughs> But we'd still have the the Jora the Jora cereal uh, though in the modern day section. That's that is true. That's yeah, that's a cool thing. Yeah, for people who don't know, I like, like to the... think that that's an Easter egg for us and yeah, not yeah, yeah. for Jora. Yeah. I think so as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, Jora was never confirmed. It was always a rumor that somebody made up. I think, um, and then mm-hmm. somehow got into the game, uh, and we talked about <laughs> it. So, and it's also like. It, it's way cheaper to like make name something Jora because then you don't have to like make an Easter egg for you and for me separately, but just only for that, right? Yeah. Like two birds, one yeah. stone. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, thanks everyone for joining here on Twitch, of course, because we live recorded on Thursday here on twitch.tv Raptor. Go there, follow, uh, and yeah, then uh, you can watch the show live. Otherwise, it goes live on a Saturday on your favorite podcast service, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Gallucci. I don't think that's one, but if it was one, we would be there. And um, if you want to support the show financially, then uh, you can do that. That would be awesome. Not necessary, of course. But if you want to, you can go to my YouTube channel, Joe Raptor. Hit the join button next to the subscribe button. Then for $2 per month... You can become a Raptor member, get the video version on Saturday alongside the audio version. Or you can become a Raptor member and then you will actually get some extra perks. Namely, two days early access to the show. So you can watch the video version immediately after we live record. And of course, every week I want to thank people who became a member the last week. So I want to thank Jimmy, Nick, Matt, Sean, Journey, Jesus in Pants. Awesome name. Dart Alex. Like Jesus, but then the COVID version. Jesus in pants. <laughs> like in, in <laughs> like laid back pants. <laughs> uh, and uh, I want to thank uh, Raya the Goon, Jacob as well, uh, for becoming a Velociraptor member. I am Legend became a Velociraptor or a Raptor member again for like 18 months already. That's insane. Stacy, also for a really long time. Um, the village. Oh, we we got that the first. I remember his name. The village, in the, the village hidden in the hood. I remember looking that up last week as well. I don't know. Jacob, uh, also became a Raptor member. So we got two Jacobs going, and maybe you already noticed it, Jordan. But we we've been getting a ton of new members these last couple of weeks. So that's really cool to see. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's well, awesome. welcome. Welcome. If you're listening. Yeah, and totally like put your uh, or like um, also link your YouTube account with your um, uh, Discord account because then you can actually go to a separate Discord channel where I also publish the member-only content so you have a more easier way to check that out. You can, of course, also go there uh, if you uh, subscribe on Twitch. That's another way to support us. Again, not necessary.
free, but uh, yeah, it would help us out. You can, of course, also leave a review, um, which is really, really nice. And you can do that on Apple Podcasts. And we got some new reviews, right, Jordan? Yes, we do. We've got one from all the way from London, Great Britain. We've got Zomboss1183 saying, amazing pod podcast, Jor. I think podcast. they intended to say podcast, but threw an extra A in there for us. Um, best podcast. I always listen to it when I play Valhalla. Very entertaining topics. From London. Thank you, Zomboss. Yeah. And then... Uh, one of my more favorite reviews uh, from <laughs> Flirty Fifi came in, also from the UK. Billy Big Sack says, doing my part in it. Doing my part in it? I like Just that. Just doing my part in it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's all we need to know. Like, we, we ask you to leave a review every week, and he's just, like, doing what we ask. Like, that, that that's what yeah. I like to see. That's awesome. Doing his part in it. <laughs> It sounds weird, like with my American accent, probably saying "and it" for any of our English yeah. listeners. I'm not gonna try and pronounce <laughs> it because it's gonna sound maybe even worse. So let's leave it at that. <laughs> hey, we fought for this week's show because we got some Valhalla news. Overall, we're in this wait, wait uh, state, right? Um, mm -hmm. We are like waiting for the February. We are in February now. We made it. Uh, and now we're waiting for the river rates that are, of course, coming at some point. I already made a prediction in a video. Maybe by the time you listen to this on Saturday, they already announced something. I don't think so. I think they will like talk about it in the same week that it launches. I think they will launch February 18th at the latest because. We, of course, know Ubisoft, and we know that they want to sell item packs, and we know that there are no item packs in the game right now. So that means that they want to launch an update on the 18th at the latest, because then there are, like, three weeks, approaching the three-week mark for a new item pack. And that's that tactic worked. And, of course, the previous update uh, launched in gen on January 14th. So that would be, like, more than a month. There is a way to tell yeah. if Ubisoft is already adding updates to a PlayStation database. I'm keeping track of that. So when that appears there, we know that the week after that, the update goes live. And at the time of this recording, the update was not added to the database yet. Meaning that I think it will happen next week. And then on February 18th is when we see the river rates. Or it could be later. But I think 18th. We will see. We will see. Are you excited about that, Jordan? I think that, that will really get you back, right? Yeah, I am excited. I, I'm not, like, lost. Like, I still pop in to Valhalla every so often, but I've completed the game. I'm several hundred hours over now at this point, and it, I, I am just looking for more content to, like, consume, so I'm definitely really excited for it. Um, yeah. In fact, my prediction today, barring that, I, I think there's something we don't have to talk about. We can address this later, but... Don't, don't spoil uh, your prediction already. We're doing that at the end of the show. I'm not going to spoil oh, okay, it, okay. but it, it's more positive. I feel like ah. it's it's river raid-centric positivity. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, very my good. Vibe, you know? So it's not my <laughs> prediction from a few weeks back where I said the river raid armor set will be another reskin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the reality. But, I mean, that's going off of the Yule event. So uh, we will see. <laughs> no, I'm really excited about that. And I think we will touch a bit on... Uh, where we're at with Valhalla a little later in the show, where we also kind of talk 
about the, the post-launch strategy so far. But first, I want to look Perfect. at some submissions from other people because usually we do them at yeah. the end and then we're already like an hour in and then it's already at the end of the show. So I thought, let's switch it around, right? You can, of course, send your stuff to assassinscast.com, fill in a form, and then we might read it here on the show. And Jordan, I think you selected some uh, fun ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got uh, Golden Spider... Uh the golden of all spiders sent in. I have a question for you guys. Do you feel that Valhalla is more buggy than typical for a AAA game? And do you think we will be talking about the bugginess more if Cyberpunk wasn't way worse? Or do you think there is this is typical or do you think this is typical bugginess for a AAA? Or do you think this bugginess is primarily because of work from home issues? I know we've touched about this uh, quite a bit, Jor, but uh, definitely with like, I I'm curious to hear what you have to say with mm -hmm. like your experience um, getting closer to the to the people who develop these games and these AAA games. Uh, for me, I definitely think it was like a COVID related thing because it seems like a lot of games kind of had some issues this past year. Yeah, for sure. And I also think, and we saw that in many, uh, many things, like the, when the game was announced, usually what Ubisoft does is when they announce a game, we saw that even with Far Cry in July, they immediately announce a release date as well. And that is to be able to get pre-orders from the PlayStation Store and the Xbox Store, because maybe you already noticed this, but to be on the PlayStation Store or the Xbox Store, you need to have a set release date otherwise you cannot take pre-orders there so ubisoft is always immediately hey this game is out in the early part of uh the year or the, of the next year or in the fall that's usually what we get during e3 and with far cry they now delayed delayed it of course and valhalla never had a release date and was also always kind of weird right then we had some multiple mm -hmm. stores teasing that it would be mid-october where like um, collector's editions were shipping and they still said, hey, your Assassin's Creed Kingdom, the code name for the game, collector's edition is shipping on this and this date. So that's where the sort of leaks for the release date came uh, came from. And those were all pointing to this mid-October date. So that was likely the date that Valhalla was supposed to come out. They already moved it back to November, but they had a deal with Xbox to launch on the Series X launch day because... Xbox had no other games. They had Halo, and that, of course, got delayed. So, comparing it to PlayStation, that had, like, Spider-Man and a ton of other games, like Demon's Souls, Xbox had nothing. So, they had this Ubisoft partnership, and they wanted something big on their launch day. And Ubisoft, of course, looks at that as well and thinks, hey, this is a cool opportunity for us to be the only next-gen uh, new game at the Xbox launch. So, that's why... They moved it because it was first, of course, November 17th. And then they moved it to November 10th. But I totally think that it is because of that. Like, what I'm, my point is here that the game was likely supposed to come out way earlier and likely in a better state. But they already moved it back and it still launched in this state. I also think that we had, like, news for, our, for the Valhalla development that there are, like, 15 studios working on this game. So... That is yeah. like already different than most AAA games. Like CD Projekt Red obviously has... I'm not even sure. I, I think they have some outsourcing, obviously. Uh, most uh, studios have that. So in China, they make the trees 
and they make like the sort of boring stuff and then inside the studio they make the the actual like meat of the of the game and uh, like that is mostly like one studio in Poland while well with Valhalla you have like every studio working on this game doing their separate parts coming together at the end all working from home I can imagine that that's like a, a really tough uh, thing to, 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 to do and like mm-hmm. and, and I think I still think it's fair to criticize Ubisoft because they made the decision to launch the game when they did like they could have delayed it and launched and released it now or in February and I think it would still have sold really well maybe not as well mm-hmm. as as it would have done thanks to the holiday period because Valhalla sold insanely well but yeah they decided to do it now so I think it's fair to criticize them that they launched a buggy project but i totally think it's part of COVID because looking at odyssey and origins like black flag sure and also like launching on for the first time on next gen consoles that is also like an two extra platforms or three actually uh to worry about so i totally think it's like a like multiple things and it's not like the only game like cyberpunk launched in a buggy state way more games actually launched more buggy than usual i would say um thanks to the covid situation mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i uh i i definitely agree with you on that as someone who like worked from an office as a developer before covid and then they sent us home uh i've been home pretty much a year now because then yeah um the amount of bugs even in even non-games like kind of go up because of the fact of you're all kind of siloed working on your own piece of code or thing so that's why i tend to give a lot more grace to the developers especially when it comes to development because there's a lot of things like they could have been fixing weak point system issues and all of a sudden created uh the bug where you fall through the map on accident or something. Yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. sounds pretty crazy. And and the lack of communication, maybe that never got caught or or odd uh QA'd or anything like that. So it it definitely feels like um the developers were put in a tough situation. And then on top of it, I mean that's a lot of the information that's coming out at least for Cyberpunk is that they were they're just they were making everybody work and they were trying their best to release a game and a year before they probably should have and so a lot of this experience with bugginess i think stems from yeah like the i'll just be honest like the greediness of a lot of the uh the studios in terms of like their them trying to hit their launch dates and like trying to hit their for sure yeah that, that totally killed cyberpunk but i think where cyberpunk could have totally moved away because like that is such a different type of game than an Assassin's Creed game where Assassin's Creed I feel it really like is in this sort of every end of the year there's either an Assassin's Creed game or not so it's like the the chances that it happens it's it's it always needs to get to be there and that still doesn't make it right because of the situation they still should have moved it and the rumors are right now mm-hmm. that the next game that was supposed to come out this year might be coming out in early 2022 because of COVID. Uh, and I think that would be great if they actually do that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I totally think it, it is about COVID. Um, and, yeah, it, it just... But I still think there are, there are like... Like, the whole post-launch thing is less excusable, I think, personally, than uh, the... Yeah. Yeah, than, than the buggy state or something. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, 
it's just Ubisoft has like this has been spreading quite a bit on the internet. Like they 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 have created an ecosystem of like accepting of mediocrity to a degree in terms not not that the work that the people put into the games are mediocre, but like the games like themselves it feels like what they do is they look at a launch they see the bugs they see the frustrations that users have with it and then they go they cost analysis that they're like oh these people may be upset with assassin's creed but we still sold more than enough where it doesn't really matter and so it's and kind they of will created this behavior buy it again anyways yeah, because we had that poll yeah. as well like even with the Valhalla buggy launch will you skip the next ac and everyone said no i will not so yeah why would they make a better product but it is totally in their best interest because they want happy customers as well obviously but yeah for now it was really like okay we go we're going to launch in february so all these studios because let's not forget this ubisoft montreal studio that is now finished with valhalla has to immediately go work on the next game otherwise it won't be ready at the end of 2023 so that's mm -hmm. also like are you going to delay this so then you delay all the other projects that the other people are working on as well so I totally think it's like a domino effect uh, at some point. I want to thank Kid Cold Fire, by the way, for the sub and Nordic line as well. Thanks for your uh, Twitch subs. Appreciate it a lot. Thank you. I think we will talk a we bit more about this, by the way, in the uh, in a moment about the sort of um, the yeah how the store now has more as many sets as. Uh, as yeah. Uh, Did you want to move on to? The rude mystery you told me about. I'm actually kind of curious. No, we will save that a bit. We will save that a bit. Let, oh, let, 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 let's oh, okay. uh, r knock out another question here. All right. Well, we've got... It's not necessarily a question. We've got quite a bit of people... Um, Honestly, a lot of the people who submitted were, were bug-related uh, frustration. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. why this topic might be a little bit extended here. But like... Um, I'll try to be spoiler free here and I'll pick the, what Ryan says. I started playing since launch. I'm 120 hours in and hadn't had any game breaking bugs. But now when I go to my settlement, this is, he said this around the Yule festival is gone and now I'm connected to Wi-Fi. essentially, um, same thing with, uh, they had an issue with late game, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, storylines where they were submitting medallions to Hytham and certain characters were not showing up um, and they can't meet them or finish the game. Yeah, um, they can't so meet yeah, the final we... order member. That's that, that's like really a known yeah. issue. Uh, that I think they're actually... Yeah. I'm going to look up the known issues page right now. I think they're going to fix that with the next update. At least it's planned sure. for the next update. Because yeah. sometimes things are planned for the next update and then still not uh, yeah. fixed, sadly. Yeah, final order member not revealed after defeating all the Order of Ancients members. So that is planned. But yeah, and, and this is like a similar thing that I had, right? Uh, I, like, sure, there were like mm -hmm. many issues with the game. The raids were annoying because people would not help you with the chest or open the doors. Like, stuff like that was annoying. Mm -hmm. But not being able to finish the game because you cannot pledge to a region. That is really like kind of yeah. progression breaking. And that is the same what is happening here. And... We're like three months from launch and these things are still in the game. And I get it's a complex game. Um, but yeah, we've seen that way more than with the previous ACs for sure. 
Yeah. And like for me, I even now I still have Reddit connection issues and I have like hardlined internet. It's not internet issues. I play on the PC, but like uh it spoiled the Reddit experience where like I feel like I'm like a distant outsider. So whenever I see people talking about what's in the Reddit shop, I'm I kind of like longingly like now you didn't miss anything because last week uh, he had the same items and this week he is also selling pretty bad stuff uh and like yeah it's it's pretty sad man the, the reddit system i i I'm yeah. I mean, at least everyone has do... like 600 opal right now so when he finally sells something everyone will be able to buy it uh yeah, yeah. Let, let's go to those runes i see some people talk about it in the chat now as well I'm gonna pull this up. Big shout out to JV, uh, another YouTuber with a script content. Totally check him out. Um, he has been on this sort of hunt for these runes that are in the game that are like on stones. Uh, remember that developer cave we fought off? Uh, yeah. I think there there was a rune I inside. It. Yeah, I think there was a rune inside there too, right or not? No, I like interact. So when you're saying, so I'm seeing this now for our audio listeners, uh, if we're standing next to a rock with like an engraving engraved into the rock. So like, do you walk up and you get an actual rune from it? No, no, no. It's just just this. And there are now five locations like this. That, That is the whole sort of thing. And people are like after the Nodens arc, of course, uh, because these runes were found for a pretty long time already. But after the Nonan's mm-hmm. arc, people were like, okay, Ubisoft is actually putting some legit mysteries in this game, which is awesome. Yeah. So what about these runes? Like, they're so random. There's one in uh, in the settlement as well. So now it's like, okay, but what what does this all mean? And where does it lead us to? And I still need to make a video mm-hmm. on this. Um and I will likely just do like a sort of recap. Maybe it's already out by the time you listen to this podcast. Uh, maybe you already saw it. But um, the idea is that I just want more eyes on this because I've been looking myself as well on the internet. Dennis, of course, yeah. uh, does a ton for the channel, has been as well. So we're, we're kind of trying to figure it out. I'm also keeping an eye out on what other people find. Um, but so far, the the sort of... Uh, I can like show you more uh, runes that we, that we got here, yeah. but... Yeah. I wonder how many people are out there hitting these runes with like hammers right now, trying to see what <gasps> comes of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here we got like the fourth rune as well. So oh, I, I do have to say, as much as this game, like there's things left to be desired and things I do like about it, um, the secrets, the mysteries, and like the all these like kind of like hidden things have been kind of impressive because they're kind they're they're like actually challenging like if you tried to do this by yourself without the help of a community like i think it would be almost impossible but i think i like it being this difficult because of how much it brings the community together to try and find what purpose they serve yeah, for sure. So and, we're still that, trying that's to figure obviously it out, right? Like that, that is mostly missing kind of from uh, Ubisoft big open worlds, right? These these mysteries that yeah. go beyond the your typical Easter egg. And the Nodens Ark was really a cool example of that because you have this awesome lore, you have this like sort of Izu species uh, that is super interesting. And we, we mm-hmm. of course, see that connected to the story, but never to like a cool secret inside the game. Well, it totally makes sense. 
So I, I'm like 440 yeah. audio listeners. We're looking at a, a JV video right now where he talks about the four uh, locations. Um, and hmm. the interesting part as well is that Darby actually said, uh, I think he like talks about it here as well. Um, yeah, that, 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 that's, there is something here. Like there, he doesn't confirm that it's like something like significant or something like the Noden's Ark, but he does say mm -hmm. you guys are onto something. There, there is something hidden here, which is kind of interesting, I would say. So, um, what if it like spells out the division three when you get all of them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot to remove that because I don't think we get division three. They're still like, damn, we have all these runes in the game, but uh, now we're making Star Wars. What the heck? Um, yeah, what if it's just a Star like Ubisoft Star Wars? It's like, may the force be with you, or yeah. May fifth is like the yeah. <laughs> the secret. And then May 5th, we finally get the River Raids. <laughs> yeah, May 5th, River Raids and the Ubisoft buggy Star Wars game. I'm yeah. so ready. <laughs> nah. Division, <laughs> actually, I don't think Division was that buggy. Maybe a lot of... I played no, it no, not no, after no, no, launch, no. though. No, but I, I, I get it. Um, So, yeah, that, that's kind of the mystery that's going on right now. So, after the, the, the Nodens arc, like... You would think hmm. that there's more going on to this, but... Like... We also had... I, I don't know if you're familiar with the Death Stranding Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah, the the way you, like, grab the sort of uh, four things uh, behind the sort of shop at your settlement, bring them to different locations, made a video on it as well, thanks to Animus who actually figured out, out all the locations. But the reward mm -hmm. there were three nickels, and they're, they're still bugged. So they fixed them for people who already completed it before they did the mission, before the update. But if you are now doing the mission, you still don't get them. And then it's like, it would have been cool if it was like some sort of Death Stranding knot or as a reward. But no, three nickel. Like, that's like, so I don't, I really hope that there's something cool behind this mystery. Yeah. It's like, it reveals one um, piece of paper that just has like a, a poem on it. Yeah. It could be. It honestly could be like um, just like little developer Easter eggs that really don't have much to it, but someone who worked on the game just kind of put them in there somewhere for fun, just yeah. to kind of leave their mark. And then it says kind November sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> France and India yeah. coming together in the world's greatest Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Hop between India and <laughs> France instantly as both a man and a woman. They should they should call Sassy you for screen. these trailers, man. <laughs> Made by the smallest <laughs> Ubisoft studio. <laughs> Made by the smallest Ubisoft <laughs> in just a year's time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One year of development. <laughs> From home. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah so that that's kind of the mystery. Uh, yeah. The, so yeah, we will follow it. Uh, I'm curious, but I, I'm still like, uh, there are still weapons, right? That are like not linked to anything that are in the game. We know Rector's Dagger, and we know the Skadi's Blade. What if, after all the runes, you put the lines between on the map between the locations, and then it shows you like a middle point. If you go there, you can grab a shovel get Skadi's Blade. That would be awesome. Hmm. We don't know. Um, 
okay, let, let's talk a bit about this, uh, yeah, the, this sort of thing that, I, that people, like, I already made a video on it a few weeks ago, actually at the start of this year, where I was like, okay, Valhalla has now been out for a month and a half, um, the, the post-launch is not as, it's like night and day with Odyssey, um, by the way, what do you think, because I made a video, what I think Odyssey does better than Valhalla, and people then immediately think that that you like like all the sort of um, things that Odyssey did to the lore and all that stuff. While I was like talking mm -hmm. about other things, what do you think, think about the fall damage? Did we ever talk about this? Because some people think and in I'm... Valhalla or Odyssey. No, no, no. Or like both. in general, like uh, because mm. I said like I especially like. I get in the more urban games, right? The previous games before Origins that fall damage, it, like you're you're parkouring, you're going to the city. Um, it, it makes sense that if you like fall down, you take a hit because you were supposed to like go on the rope and climb this this building. But in these new games, you have a ton of mountains, and now every time you see a big mountain and you're and you're on top of it, and you want to go to that point that is like next like you can already see it but you have to walk all the way uh like next yeah down and it's like a w way it takes way longer while it would have been way nicer if you could just jump down right so mm -hmm. th that's where i'm at like it's not fun to to, to 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 do that so i would prefer it if they gave fall damage like the, the negate fall damage tactics or like in odyssey just removed it altogether yeah, I'm I, I can definitely see that. Like when you have a big open world map that you have to traverse through, uh having obstacles in the way, like um yeah, like fall damage or things that might hinder I, I could definitely see some like I there's been some frustrating times where like I've been in a game, I'm just trying to get to a location and you just take enough damage where you're like, oh my gosh. But at the same time, like the the fall damage i i guess it's not like that big of a deal to me per se because like i'm not really l jumping off of like i guess in odyssey it wasn't a big deal because your health would regenerate it didn't matter if you took a little bit of a health bump mm -hmm. but like in valhalla you have to like re-heal up a little yeah. bit so like the fact that they have that like consuming system and they want the health and it, it, the health doesn't really regenerate in mm -hmm. Valhalla. Um, I can kind of see, yeah, like the fall damage is part and of also, it. That def go ahead. Oh, yeah. Also, when you go to a festival spot and you're like on top of this church, it's sometimes really hard to see where the haystack is where you have to jump into. So, yeah. I'm like sometimes like there is something there, but is that where I'm supposed to jump? Because you you spawn and you're not directly, I think, in the uh, your your character's not facing the the right direction, and so mm -hmm. I'm jumping down and I, oh I thought that that was it and I'm bam the the dead or bam I only have like five percent health left yeah gotta eat something gotta collect more food um, yeah so yeah that, that that's and 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 sure I I get that it's not like a big thing but I was like surprised that people were like coming after me saying. This is like a, 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 an Assassin's Creed feature that, that, that's part of the yeah. Assassin's Creed DNA. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the older I games, I get it more than in the newer games. Yeah. 
here's what I think is happening. And it, we've been seeing this and we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast is that uh, Assassin's Creed's like one of the most opinionated games For I sure. think I've ever like been a part of a, from mm-hmm. a community perspective. And it's been kind of mentally boxed into this vague definition that everyone's kind of developed of like what is an assassin's creed game and it kind of boils down to people say the quick things it's parkour it's assassinations it's stealth and stuff and it's like that is what the early games were but that is not the assassin's creed games that ubisoft is developing now and a lot of people express their frustration with either the content creators or the people who are like doing stuff on the new games and who are trying to find um value or fun inside of these new assassin's creed game and they're frustrated that they're not getting like brotherhood 2 or things like that but black flag they're not getting the game that they originally played a decade ago and i i would just say like take up your frustrations with ubisoft they're the ones who are converting a um an IP like Assassin's Creed and evolving it into this fantasy RPG type open world. With a ton of mountains. Like that also changed. Yeah. That that is kind of where I'm going. Like the, the world changed, but the philosophy that made more sense in the urban environments did not. And then we are mm-hmm. seeing Odyssey where you can like jump off every mountain. It doesn't matter. And it takes you to your spot like way easier without like having to get food or something like that. And then Valhalla goes back to that older thing and actually removes, like, what they could have done, and they're removing it. Like, why not give us that uh, when you, like, hit the ground with the uh, right hand or, like, the heavy attack, you would negate fall damage. So then the people that want fall damage can just go on their way. People who don't want it do this tactic, go on their way. No, they decide to remove that and the other tactic that was used as well. And by the way, what's interesting, mm-hmm. the poll now um, that we have on Twitch actually has 80% of the people saying that they don't or that they, I, they want fall yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah, And they don't want fall damage. Do you want fall damage in AC? No, says 80%. Proud of you. Yeah. I, I, to me, that's why, like, it's getting more and more to a point where, like, I like that, like, for example, Valhalla added, I think, one of the best things, like, the best way that I think they can handle this, almost kind of this split between the community and what the expectations are from an Assassin's Creed game is to just expose a lot of the these things to settings in the menu. So like they separated out assassin difficulty for Valhalla, oh, yeah. which I thought was like one of the biggest secret best things that they've ever done in a Valhalla game because it gave control to the user. It's a single player in the Valhalla game. game? Like, <laughs> there's no reason there's no reason for a single player game to force anybody into a playstyle that they don't prefer that they expect from the game. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that like assassin players who really see Assassin's Creed as stealth assassins in parkour, exposing enough settings and things to them to shape the game to do that, give them fall damage, better assassin techniques, instant assassination, things like that. But if someone wants to run through the map, jump off a mountain, I understand that 
like there is quote unquote like some cheating involved if you turn off fall damage in the settings but it's a single player game this is not a multiplayer no, game there where is if what, one user has an advantage over the other that I, there's some sort of like yeah i don't know that, what is know? even worse actually right now because now the only way to negate fall damage is by summoning a summoning a mount that has wings that you can buy mm -hmm. with real money and that's the only way to negate fall damage right now. So why aren't people like going after that when like that is so weird, right? Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> that you have to pay for the city. You're right. Like it should just be like an option. Like, do you want like? I don't think that's intended. It, it just damage? like, yeah. Yeah. Do you want full fall damage? Do you want nor normal fall? And like, Ubisoft has done this like nightmare difficulty or normal difficulty. And I love that they're like breaking that apart into more than yeah. just a single difficulty setting. But like, how do you want to slightly shape your game so that you can have the experience, mm -hmm. the Assassin's Creed experience that you want? Because yeah. the truth of the matter is this RPG stuff is not going away. A anyone who thinks like you're, we're going to get Assassin's Creed two again, um, there's a really low chance on that. Maybe this next game might yeah. be a little bit more linear, potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a, a, some rumors about that um, going around. But like... A big new game like this is oh, like, mm -hmm. at least for the foreseeable future, like after Valhalla, this like the, the best, uh, like the, the, the best Assassin's Creed launch they ever had. It will likely be the best-selling game in the franchise. And the, the thing is now as well, and I've been like, I'm, I'm a nerd like that where I listen to financial calls from companies, from gaming mm -hmm. companies, because I think that's super fascinating. And the, 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 the words, if, if you had like a bingo card, it's always live service, player engagement, and all that sort of stuff. And you are not getting player engagement with a Brotherhood type game that you finish in 15 hours and maybe can like upgrade some things if you want and then move to the side and go back. No, the only way they can have a game where people spend a ton of time in and that you can also, yeah, play for a long time is an open world kind of RPG that Valhalla is right now. And it's super successful for them. So I don't see it uh, change um, yeah. as well. And, yeah, Ubisoft is one of the biggest AAA game publishers in the world. And at the end of the day... Assassin's Creed is one of their biggest IPs, and so they're going to put features into Assassin's Creed games that are more profitable. Yeah. And as much as you may or may not like that, that's just the reality of it. And so I've kind of come to my own piece with it to a degree, and I... I don't uh, think this I has to be a bad thing. Thought, like we're kind of no, like saying that this like, this is a bad thing, yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm I really like the 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 reality yes. where we are at right now, where. I know that if I buy a game that I will not be done with it at some point, but that I can actually like kind of live in this world because I love the Viking setting. So knowing that we get to go to Paris uh, and to Ireland and that we actually have new maps with new raids coming is way more exciting than a, a game where, yeah, I'm like done after the credits and then I have to wait three more years for a new sequel. Like I, I think it's way more exciting to, to get this constant yeah. trip of content and if you yeah. think about it valhalla was their best attempt and i think it did a really good job of being quote unquote like a linear game even though there was 
options if you actually think about it a4 is a pretty locked in character a lot of the characters like sure you can have subtly different endings but at the end of the day the linear story of valhalla was way more better and linear than odyssey was yeah but they cut out more rpg mechanics or like kind of did weird ones uh with yeah, like the they, they removed it and then they did not come up with better solutions and that's what we're where yeah. we're at right now and um yeah i, I still think I like, like there's a good way to have both you yeah, can have I, I think both. so as well like yeah. Valhalla was a good step towards that yeah um and i still think though that there is where Valhalla, where we are seeing the bad influence from the sort of trends in Valhalla. And that is like the amount of bloat, like how big it is and how much it forces you to do story arcs that don't really matter in the end. Like that is also really to get the game time up per player to make sure that they don't put the game aside after a moment because they always, they're not at the end of the of the, the game yet. Like it would have been way better if we just had the, the main story arcs with Sigurd to follow and that was like the only story and the rest was all side content. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they likely know that, yeah, then people will spend less time in our game and we actually want them to be in our world so they can also buy more stuff. And that leads us to our next point, And that is what you have been saying for a really long time, Jordan. So, uh, I don't want to applaud for that because it's actually kind of sad that this became a reality so fast. But, um... <laughs> Uh, what is interesting is that there have been like there's now a post on Reddit actually that's getting some traction. Uh, let me grab it and actually, mm-hmm. it, it, I, I don't want to take all the credit, but it's basically saying everything that I said in my video uh, a few weeks ago. Um, so it's, it's really echoing that and ma- making some saying. Yeah, when when I finish the game in the first like so they gave us a week head start i didn't finish the game until like a few days after the actual launch of the game but like once i had started um getting close to the game and like i was in contact with some community developers uh, because i was trying to track down all the weapon types and weapons and things um i just noticed that there's like only like two flails and things like that and so what for our audio listeners we pulled up a reddit post that where the title says there are now nine armor sets in the microtransaction store the helix store just as many as there are in the entire base game are we just gonna let this slide and that was kind of the thing that i brought up uh real early into the launch was like there is going to be a point because of the lack of gear in this game that they're um there will be more microtransaction sets than basically, and it's going to cause an issue. And so that's what's happening here. And I totally love the gear system and the unique gear stuff. Like that's not mm-hmm. an issue. It's just the amount, like they created all these cool enemy types. Uh, and I've, I've repeated myself and then I'll let you take over from here, but like no, no, sure. they've created all these amazing uh, enemy types. They've created all these cool, this rune system where you can, you can swap the runes out if you if you see an enemy like the whole idea is like this idea you show up to a zealot oh man he blocks my hits so much let me switch my runes and gear around so that i can take the zealot on 
that's not really what ends up happening when you actually play the game. That's what they intended, but not how the mechanics actually yeah, lay they, out. And on top of it, I, I still there's think just not the, very many here. I, I still think the 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 fact that there there were no perks on weapons in July when we got to play the game for the first time was very telling. Mm-hmm. That, that that it was like an afterthought. Yeah. And, and that and yeah. that's kind of sad. It wasn't just done. And then they had all these weapons, and they had to come up with perks, and they only had a few months, and then they were like, let's do this. But then, turns out that your character's power is mostly based on the skill points. Like, there you put uh, points in skills. Like, they had to make all the nodes that you do meaningful as well, so you get attack boost there and attack boost there. Mm-hmm. In the end, you have, like, how much attack you maybe do you have maybe from the skills? Like, a ton. Yeah. So then the 15 extra attack you get from a weapon is nothing compared to what you build up from the power level system and that's kind of how yeah. uh, how we we see with that new armor set that i showed you where you have these perks and on paper they sound pretty good like blocking with a shield gives you 25 extra attack but then in reality you do one more damage and then you're like wow mm-hmm. That's not even worth it to 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 bother with this. No, and it's so sad that we we got here after Odyssey. Like yeah, so. everything's like nerfed, and then like on top of it, so like Odyssey had an RNG gear system, which I think isn't a bad idea. Like a grinding based gear system. Like the only thing with Odyssey was it was a bit much, and it was weird where the purple gear statistically was better. Than I the think legendary. that all that was intended. Like that was not weird at all. Yeah. That was just to give you an incentive to not throw away all your purple gear, and there was yeah. still an incentive to use the legendary gear as well, or to to collect the armor set because you would get the perk yeah. that you could then put on your purple gear. So there was some thought yes. behind that for sure. I think. Yeah, and so what they probably should have done was like exposed runes should drop more in Valhalla. That should have been like their RNG system, which it technically is, but people have to use like, um, bot like saving before the, uh, they use these like non-normal tactics, like saving outside the trading booth, re-rolling, trying to find the ones because there's just not easy access to these runes. And on top of it, once you do, spend the 30 minutes to find the rune that you want it only gives you like a one percent damage increase so like what was the whole point the whole there, time? there are there are really um, cool uh I, I gotta say like if you yeah. at one point take away the the fact that stats on gear and weapons don't matter there are some cool things you can do like if you put the critical hits ignite your weapon on a bow then if you do a crit with a bow you actually get fire arrows like, that is awesome. Like, stuff like that yeah. makes you want to think of things differently. So, you're not thinking, what is my best damage output? No, you're thinking, what is the cool combinations I can do so I trigger something that helps me in yeah. this encounter? And there are just a few things like that. But it shows you that mm-hmm. there was an idea there, like you said, but they just did not have the time or it wasn't a priority for this game. So, they kind of put it uh, to the side. And... It's still something they can fix. Like the river raids really need a good 
min-maxing system, otherwise everyone goes in with the same armor set or with the Raven Clan armor set because it doesn't matter at all. Or any set. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Like naked. <laughs> okay, you should wear an armor set though. Like I think like it does give you some nice armor um, stats. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, like I really hope that when we get to the river raids, there will there will actually be a reason to go and upgrade your gear and think of cool builds. But I don't see that with the system they have right now. They really have to, like, retool it. But I want to... Because we talked about this multiple times. I want to go back to this pose, though. Um, because we're in this situation. And I already had some... Um, uh, I already made a, a, a Twitter comment about this. Because there were some other people like... What, what, what is going on? Like, did they pull the... Uh, did they pull all the, the money from the Valhalla support... And that's why we're that's why they're only like trying to get as much out of it, but not releasing anything uh, for free in return or something like that. Like what what is going on behind the scenes that we got to this point three months after launch and there's no real free content to go alongside it? Because as I've already said, mm -hmm. I, I think like if you look at Valhalla for sixty dollars, the base game, I think that's totally worth your money. Like. That's always, if you buy an Assassin's Creed game, especially those newer games, you get your money's worth because there's a ton of content, especially with the mythical zones, that they could have launched that as DLC. Maybe that would actually be smarter. What, what, maybe that's a crazy thing that I think of now. What if they launched each mythical zone, so Asgard and then Jotunheim, one month after launch instead? Because mm -hmm. that would actually be pretty interesting. Um, but they did not, of course. And I think that's actually better, but that, that would have maybe, yeah, gave us a, a cool, like, thing to do after launch. Well, right now there's nothing. But, um, yeah, so, so I, I want to throw it first to you. Like, how do you think this situation happened? That we're three months after launch, we get more, we have almost, I would argue, I think there are actually more microtransaction armor sets because we cannot take the Finland set to England. So I don't really count that, actually. <laughs> So we already have yeah. more market section armor sets than base armor sets and no real free content to show for it yet. I, the Yule Festival, it was nice, but if that was like, it, I, don't, I don't really count. It was buggy. It wa was not a lot of fun. The quests were really sad, like not fun at all. Hunting a cow or getting a freaking jar or a box from a bandit camp you've already been to multiple times because Reda sent you there every day. Like... That's no fun. So, what, what? How did you think we got to this like pretty bad point? I mean, it it's kind of obvious that they just um, prioritized differently. Uh, they had other priorities, um, and it seems like that the working from home and maybe they're moving different teams onto different projects that. Um, Valhalla had a ambitious post-launch uh, schedule, I think, initially. And I think what we're seeing is that as they're getting into it, they're probably could be looking at like cutting their losses. I, it all kind of hinges on this river raid, to be honest with you, in the first DLC. Um, based off of those two things, if they're a lot like the base game and they're just like one and done quick little stories and you get like a little flail at the end, like we'll start to definitely feel a little bit more fizzling. But do the, you really think that because we have to, because this is all according to their post on trailer, this is according to plan. 
because they mm -hmm. announced the post on trailer. They said the first event is dropping in December already. So uh, a month and a half after launch, that happened, and the next update is coming in February, and that's the river rates. And we're now at the start of February, and we don't have it yet. So I, mm -hmm. I want to argue more. Like, is this is this is it like? that their plan went sideways and they're now kind of rolling with it? Or was it just kind of a bad decision? We don't know yet because, again, the river rates could be amazing and then worth the wait and anything. But the Yule Festival is kind of... If we go back to that, I really hope that, uh, yeah, it's it, it's not like that. Or, like, actually a big improvement over that. Maybe this was mm -hmm. the plan all along. And... Um, yeah, it, maybe what was it not the right decision, or it was. Turns out we don't know. Like, do you really think that it changed because of COVID? Um, it definitely could have. I think like what happened is like everyone who worked on the game set out with these intentions. They really wanted to do all these things. They wanted the badass uh, rune system. They wanted probably more weapons. They yeah. probably wanted all these things but um between uncertainty about work or things like that and like what project are they moving on to next i feel like that the um priorities shifted as launch was approaching and certain things probably weren't done yet and so it definitely appears that a lot of the post-launch related stuff were kind of the ones that were most impacted by their prioritization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think you make a good point. Uh, I want to thank Hambone for the insane nine gifts, subs, <laughs> nine so insane, and he already gifted a sub tier two as well to uh, Thamas. Um, Nordic Line, did I already? Yeah, I think I already shouted. I'm not even sure. Wow, we're we're getting a ton of support, and also Darth. Uh, X Victus also gifted us up, um, so that's cool. Yeah, wanted to thank, of course, everyone. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, but but still, like, if that is true, and I, I I totally think that what you're saying is right, and that that's always the case. Like, I always when people say the devs are lazy or they they don't care, they they totally care. They they work on this game for three years. Obviously, they care. But like yeah. you said, I think you're totally right that. It shifted, um, and that is like what caused the yeah well, caused the game to be I, as it is. Yeah, I've communicated with them like a couple of them like friendly. Like none of these people, they want to put a good game out there. They have sure. these intentions. There's just certain things where like once they get into it, that's the thing with development and coding is once you get into it, you're like, wow, this rune system we wanted is a lot more complex than we thought and it impacts all these other things and then the next thing you know the executives like well we're still launching it in a month so figure it out and yeah. then now they're in a crunch mode and they're trying nah, to figure yeah. out how do we release this without it being like it's not what we wanted but it's something that is yeah, yeah. usable. I, I totally get that and and some people like after my video from what Valhalla learned or what Odyssey has done better than Valhalla so I got a comment like saying, "Are you angry or something?" Uh, about like my, my my tone, I said, for example, um, if you if you don't if you wh why try and reinvent the wheel if you cannot come up with a better solution? Because Odyssey had a ton of good stuff 
that they could have used. Why, why not go with the engraving system and go for this rune system if it turns out to be way worse? Um, and yeah, yeah that, that's kind of the reality. And I, I just, but I, I also hope, and that's kind of where I'm just like, the the Assassin's Creed community always looks at Odyssey like, uh, no, I don't want to talk about it. While it did so many things right, and I really think that Fallout would have benefited if it looked more uh, at Odyssey for systems like this. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah, going back, so there are nine armor sets. I really think that what, what like, I think what is going on is that they, they looked at the Odyssey and Origins post-launch Wanted to do it differently. It's good to know that, by the way, Bruno, who led the Origins and Odyssey post-launch, is not with Valhalla. He moved on to, I think, Beyond Good and Evil 2. So there is a different team in charge here. Um, And I think they looked at, okay, let's make more meaningful updates instead of... Because we look at the amount of content Odyssey got, and it was a ton, but it was a mission that you finished in an hour. Or a mythical creature that you killed in five minutes and then got a cool weapon, right? It was still really cool, yeah. but it did not... Luckily, Odyssey had a ton of, like, replayable content already, but Valhalla is lacking that. So I think they're looking at that and saying, we want something that will be permanent and that will be fun to uh, play for a really long time. And that's what I hope they're doing. And that's why I hope that instead of, like... Um, that that's why we have to wait a little longer for them to get this huge mode right with four maps or three maps uh, with like new raids and it also also have different tiers you have a prediction about this that could also extend the life cycle a bit and that we're actually like really trying to figure out what is the best way to approach this raid every week hopefully there's like a new incentive to go into one of these raids i really hope that that's it's more like a a part of the game that really adds bl- gets blows some new life into it and for as much things we got for odyssey there were not as many things that would really like blow a new life into it they were they were mostly like cool one and done things yeah so maybe they looked at that and were like hey we want to do that differently but i still think that doesn't excuse them for l- releasing the item packs in between that right no my, my point was like Valhalla is worth your money at launch but then I think the free content has to make up for all the extra money they ask you post launch and right now that's totally not happening and what I think is interesting is that Watch Dogs Legion they delayed their uh, multiplayer offering to uh, some point in early 2021 and they also stopped releasing any sort of paid content I think they did one maybe paid uh, uh, outfit pack or so since launch that the game came out at the end of October and they're likely waiting for like a cool update to then start asking money again and I think that that is where the sort of underlying thing lies here that they're so greedy that they're, they keep offering these item packs while they have nothing to a- answer for it in return and then we ask where's Transmog where's the official customization system that you knew from uh, from Odyssey we want it. Immortals has a launch because the Quebec team knew, hey, this is an important feature. We have to get that in the game. Valhalla, I don't know what happened, so they don't have it. And we're still three months later at a point where the official Twitter account has to say, we're working on it and we will let you know when it's done. 
mm-hmm. that that's kind of and and I think we we deserve kind of better after all the nine item packs and the sort of five hundred dollars that you can put extra into this game. That that's I think kind of the the point. Yeah. Assassin's Greed hashtag. Wow, wow, wow! That's a good poll. <laughs> okay, we're what at the end, man. by the way, uh, because you have to go in a second. So let's quickly yeah. do our predictions here. Yeah, we want to go first. Um, I already teased yours. Sure. Um, I already teased it. I'm gonna go positive. I'm gonna say the River Raid is gonna have some kind of leaderboard. Okay. I don't know. Maybe there's points involved. I know that they I mentioned hope. something a little bit, but yeah. I hope it's not cross-platform because I totally think on PC people will hack it. <laughs> so uh, th- th- that's always with single-player leaderboards where people can play offline. I'm also always like, hmm, how's it going to work? Some people say, by the way, they probably had the item packs made before launch. Sure, don't release it. Like, yeah, you can be- you cannot release it. And that would have been way better. Yeah. yeah. Um, my prediction is that we will get Ragnar's Dagger and the Ragnar cutscene before the Druid's DLC. Hmm. So I All also right. think that it's connected. While I talked about it last week where there are some rumors that there might be like these kids in Winchester that they have the dagger or something. I don't believe it. I want to wait for um, the Ragnar cutscene after all the killing all the Drangir to appear. And then I want to... See, if that, if that is not where we get Ragnar's Dagger, then there must be another way. Um, so yeah. yeah. I think that's a pretty good one. I hope that happens. Mm-hmm. Me too. All right. Cool. I want to thank uh, of Fury for the Prime sub. Really appreciate it. And Phantom Blade Cosplay actually raided with a party of five. So that was awesome. Thanks for that. Uh, executive agreed. <laughs> nice, yeah, very nice. I, uh, uh, yeah. Hop off here. yeah, I know, man. Uh, we're at the end of the show as well, so you can hop off already, and I will just do the outro myself. Then see you uh, next uh, week. Good. See everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Okay, I'm gonna do it like this. Hello, full webcam. Uh, yeah, the, so the podcast goes live every Saturday. You can, of course, leave a review. That would really help us out um, by going to your Apple podcast and uh, then leave a five-star review or, yeah, be honest, of course, give us feedback if you have some. Um, then you can also uh, watch the the, uh, the podcast live, as many of you are doing right now. Really appreciate you guys tuning in every Thursday for the podcast. And if you then want to, like, if you are like listening later but already want early access to the podcast, they can go to the YouTube channel, Joe Raptor, hit the join button next to the subscribe button, and then become a Raptor member. They get two days early access to the video version that we live record here. And on if you want the video version, period, but don't care about the early access, they can go for the $2 per month option. And then on Saturday, when the regular audio version posts, you also get the video version. So what I'm going to do now, it's Thursday. And it's actually nice that there are like some challenges happening in Valhalla. So we already got a cool video planned. And if you're listening to this later, then this, of course, you already know about this. But for the people in the chat right now, um, yeah, I want to go over some cool secrets that people shared. And uh, we got the Ubisoft Time Limited challenges that go live in 45 minutes from now. So I'm going to like record them, give you some tips on how to easily complete them. And then hopefully 
at one point we get Opal. We got like Opal to spend on something cool. Because that would be nice. But uh, gotta keep hope here. So thanks everyone uh, for the kind words and uh, for the support. Again, Hambone man. The amount of gifted subs, it's insane. I really appreciate it, but don't feel the need to do it. Like, it really helps us out, but it's not necessary, of course, at all. But I uh, appreciate all the support. And, of course, for everyone else who subscribed, became a member, and is just watching. Like, even if you can't support the channel financially, no big deal. It's already awesome to have you in the chat and engage and listen or something like that. So, thanks for watching. Thanks for the mods for, of course, doing the polls, sharing the links, and way, way more. Tomorrow, Dennis will stream Neo 2, um, so you can watch that. And uh, Monday, I'll be streaming. I think I will do Valhalla, or I might be going back to Horizon. Then on Tuesday, we have, of course, the weekly reset stream. And then after that, Dennis will play Odyssey or Valhalla. And then Wednesday, Joyce will do her stream. We don't know what she will do. And then, of course, every Thursday, we live record the Assassin's Cast. So, hope, uh, hope you guys are... Uh, yeah, hope you guys are uh, having a good time here. And um, we'll be working on the video. So hope to see you in the video. Goodbye.